0: Someone else has already said it. Best. this
1: is the best of The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are.
0: What is best in life?
1: I did the best I could. Doing my best. The best of best. Best, 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 best. I knew the mob wouldn't go down without a fight. But this is different.
0: They've crossed the line. You cross the line first, sir. You hammered them, and in their desperation, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. Some men aren't looking for anything logical. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn.
1: Starting tonight, people will die. I'm a man of my word.
0: <laughs> Yo... Hello, 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 and welcome. They like, got ominous. Musical I know it's Robinson. great
1: just hearing that over the top of it. Uh, welcome to Best of the Best podcast with myself, Connor Keys, alongside me as always, Mister Ronan Mullen. I think you'll all agree that was a great clip from the Transformers franchise. <laughs> Transformers <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Robots get serious. <laughs> getting getting jiggy with it.
0: Uh, so yes, we are here with the Dark Knight um, uh, from two thousand and eight, um, the start of all good things. The Mar- start of all good things. Marvel started that year. Mm-hmm. Dark knight trilogy. Um, you also
1: lost a lot of money.
0: I lost a lot of money. Uh, so not a lot of good things happened that year. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so forgot the, about that? The housing crash happened. You know, yeah, so, um, but yeah, 2008, so this is Christopher Nolan's second uh, film in the trilogy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it, this came in 2008. To, uh, Batman Begins was 2004, 2003. Um, so you had, a, yeah. maybe five. Maybe. You had a couple of years uh, gap as always uh, with the films, but, uh, so yeah, this, I'm going to say it, it's the best of the three.
1: Yeah, oh, it definitely is. Isn't
0: it? Yeah, I mean, there's no real debate. I know everybody loves an origin story and stuff, and I, I do like Batman agains, but oh my god. Yeah. There's a reason why we're doing Dark Knight today.
1: Y- yeah. There's a lot of reasons why we're doing Dark Knight today, but we'll yeah. touch on all of them. But the main reason why we're doing the Dark Knight is because I ra- we were talking on the phone and we went at the same time what about The Dark Knight <laughs> yeah. and it, it, it was just the perfect sort of <laughs> encapsulation of it, that's exactly what's what happened, going on yeah.
0: um, uh, we, well we, we wanted to look at that because Christopher Nolan um, we'll start with himself uh, I mean uh, uh, obviously well acclaimed at this stage even at that stage in 2008 he'd been pretty well acclaimed but um a very uh, visionary type of director I mean, Yeah, he, he, a and, Kubrick
1: and type of he, Not the type of guy who would ever make this trilogy No, you never First off, ever so straight women. off yeah. the bat It's not going to be Christopher Nolan No,
0: so um, previous films you're talking uh, Well, he'd done Memento
1: Memento and Insomnia And he'd done Insomnia Insomnia was a great show It was so a brilliant Memento film. was absolutely unbelievable like, Have you ever seen Memento in The Right Order? Yeah That's fucking it's crazy, crazy.
0: Like, Really, really crazy so Nolan was taken uh, on with his brother, mm-hmm. uh,
1: Jonathan, isn't it, as screenwriter? Yes, 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 yes. He's also got an uncle called Jonathan, which is really weird because his uncle John, his uncle John Nolan, this is a weird when I found out, is married to a woman called Kim Hartman. Right. Do do does it ring a bell? Phil Hartman? Not Phil Hartman. She is, <laughs> Kim Hartman. you know the... The blonde Nazi secretary and hello, hello, hello. Oh yes, that's Elga. That's Kim Mark. That's Christopher Nolan's auntie. What? Hello. <laughs> I, I was going. Okay. What? Now. There's the first tedious link of the day. Aye, that was that a weird one. Mad. Uh,
0: so yeah, Nolan has uh, he really came into his own in this one. Um, uh, the technical element to it, the the additional, he's embraced the technology. So yeah. IMAX was a big thing when oh, shooting
1: yeah. this. Absolutely. It's um, the first film with IMAX cameras in use during film again.
0: Yeah. it's four scenes or something? Or? There's about four scenes and uh, the way you'll tell it when you're watching the film, you'll know when your screen goes completely full.
1: Yes. <laughs> and some details are grainy and some look
0: like you're just looking out your window.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: So the other, when it goes full screen, that's IMAX screen. So mm-hmm. I never actually got to see it on an IMAX screen. Did you see it? See it? I. No, no, I didn't. We uh us plebs here um so backward in Tyrone we do have one now we have a max screen well wasn't but it's not it? it's still not IMAX no
1: wasn't it, that there was one in Cork or something Cork had well, I, I I thought back Dub- then uh, yeah, I mean yeah
0: th- I thought Dublin had one too but I'm not too sure but so we never got to see it in IMAX but again it's it's one of those films that didn't really
1: didn't really matter um, no I mean was, I'm not gonna lie I I remember the intro mm-hmm. the opening whatever amount of minutes up until when the boss leaves the bank yeah it was all it was put out as a preview of the film I am Legend. Right, okay. So it was played like a trailer before the film. Yeah. And I watched the rip of it from somebody's old Nokia phone <laughs> yeah. about 30 times. And I didn't mind. I didn't Why mind. It? And it was in IMAX. it's one of the scenes in IMAX. Uh, yeah. I, I watched it on a copy from the internet from somebody's phone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't know. That's care. how good it was. And that's how good it was. And you
0: rewatched it and rewatched it. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I remember being in Oma for the, the night and uh, the first release, and it was, uh, yeah, solo out studio. So, there was a lot of hype for it at the time, Mm -hmm. um, and then it justified the hype.
1: Oh, it did? Yeah, it definitely did. I mean, people say there's a few flaws in it, which we'll talk about, but they're not really flaws. It's just things like simple things like certain scenes just don't need to be in there. Yeah. But what you find out now from what Nolan does is he has very few, like, there's very few deleted scenes for this film. I mean, nearly next to none. Yeah, there's only really like there's three or a, four or something. There's there, extensions like, of scenes that are yeah, already there. there new. But they're not, yeah. it's not like a brand new scene. They cut it completely. No. no one directs what's on the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes he thinks maybe I've done too much, so he cuts the scene back. There's a really fucking creepy bit. If you look it up online, remember the scene where the hospital explodes? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. and he's coming walking. It's a very famous scene, yeah. like, and it cuts to just showing the hospital falling apart as he jumps on the back of the school bus and the bus That's takes right off. Right, right. Him sitting on the bus. No, it just shows the fucking. It's it's him on the bus, but there's another scene of him sitting in the bus. Yeah, and the camera is dead on him, and he just looks as content.
0: Well, I have thought about that since yeah. If you go and try and find that, you probably will get it online. Um, it's
1: it, it's like a Japanese documentary about the film, but it's there in, in English. It like was there Rural. on the Blu-ray. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, on that's, the right, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And because I'd watched it, and then I tried to think. Well, number one,
0: you have to try and get into the mind of a director, which is not going to be easy. But no. sometimes you have to look at it and go, "What was he thinking there? Why did he remove that? Because it is quite sinister." But I also thought. In hindsight, you can look at it and go, well, actually, if he had kept that in, he maybe lost a bit of his, the character, I mean, lost a bit of his attraction. Mm. Because it kind of, that one shot kind of veered into the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Mm. As, you know what I mean? It sort of, it gave you a different insight. You're going, that isn't even taking a flinch at him. Yeah. Uh, you know, whereas the other one, you're, you don't know. So you're left to imagine. So maybe that's
1: a better well, way of doing it. Well, that, okay, well because you, you've, the, you've actually broached on something pretty good there. Let's go from the start of this film and why we don't see a backstory, why yeah. we don't see a progression of why the Joker is as he is. Yeah. And very simply, it's because in this world we only get to see Batman's progression. Yeah. Right now in The Dark Knight, the Joker's fully formed. This mm-hmm. is him at his most maniacal and yeah. lunatic and you don't have and that's why during the film he lies about how he got his scars three times, four times, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it's because you don't need to know it. No, that's the jo- that's why I loved about it. I don't want an origin story. No. about the Joker. No, you want them all kicking, all singing, all screaming. Yeah,
0: because he- otherwise you're 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 what we we seen in uh, last year with the Joker. Otherwise you're into mental illness. Then yes, you're dealing with you and know a breakdown. and and that's okay. But it doesn't suit the action superhero no. thing. No, you need to have them at your at their the peak of their strength, as mm-hmm. you say, the bunny. Also, uh, I mean, we 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 know Bale. Um, can do a job because already before we had Batman Begins, but even before that, you've got him starring in some massive films. You yes. know, um, American Psycho obviously has been one of the big ones, but The Machinist was done before, um, mm-hmm. just before this, I think. He, um, he
1: was known as a very, a, a very serious actor, but also an actor that no actors ever talk badly about. Yeah. And then that video came out of him in Terminator. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You were going, spill the dick.
0: Uh, you just don't know what's going on. That's but he was, was... wasn't he
1: doing it in a sort of quasi-American British accent? So he was sort of hopping into of character. But you're going, do you really need to be that method on Terminator Salvation? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, and
0: that poor worker has to fucking go home tonight. night. Uh, yeah, so, but I mean, he, he is a very serious uh, yeah. actor, even when he's been interviewed. Um, I don't know whereabouts about something. I think he's London, isn't he? But At he, so, I. he I, I believe he's a bit nuts uh off screen. Okay. In general. i believe he's just a wee bit uh Kooky. E- eccentric is the way you it. Um but again if you're, if you're as good as he is, um, yeah, you've got you've earned the right to be. So we've got Christian Bale obviously as Batman, but um and I don't think anybody would disagree with us. The, the the star of the show is yeah. not is not the Dark Knight. No. So we have Heath Ledger as uh the joker. Now Myself and Mr. Mullen, we will try and recall when they announced Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how unhappy we were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, genuinely. Genuinely. What the fuck is Heath Ledger doing as a Joker? No. Because, well, we're, explain, I mean, we have to give a context because most people only know Heath Ledger now from this.
1: I mean, it was rom-coms and stuff what he was doing. It was, was, was like, rom-coms. Brokeback a was night's just tale, before that? A night's yeah, tale. Yeah, A nice Tale. But he was very much in the, in the realm of... Oh my god, he <laughs> like Yeah, it was, it was and sorry. we were going, "Fuck off, man!" Uh-huh. Because it's kind of, remember, it was
0: kind of like a Ryan Gosling. You're going, yeah, and then you realize, oh, fucking, he's good.
1: He Do you remember? Um, it was a few years before this, or Batman Begins was even announced. They'd announced that Darren Aronofsky was going to direct Batman Year One. Yes, I remember. And that. it was going to be yeah dark as mm-hmm. fuck, and everyone on Earth went, "That's never going to work." No, what are you doing? People aren't ready for that because not for an Aronofsky fucking Batman No, 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 no. no. Ass <laughs> to ass. That? Um, <laughs> that's another one. Uh, the if you ever read any of the 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 graphic novels, like Year One in particular, th- they're really really dark, and most of them are the reason that the origin stories of Batman exist. Mm-hmm. Now, for him to be directing that at a time now, this was a time start of X Men, and X Men's is still pretty. Yeah. Everything's great, mm-hmm. you know. It's not what we know now for, for superhero films. No, so for for that to be out there, I was going fuck. But year one doesn't have the Joker, so they were saying what they were going to do then was fu- when this, the plan is there's going to be a follow up which would be a Joker film. So mm-hmm. in the same vein as this, there's going to be an origin story. Right, Batman yeah. Begins. Yeah, and there's going to be one that involves the Joker as the main you know protagonist in the whole. Yeah. So
0: because it's kind of like what they say about Avengers uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. It's a Thanos movie. Yeah, it's not an Avengers movie. You know, it's that yeah. kind of thing. It's and a that's, space that's, around. That's yeah. a real
1: feeling. That's you really do feel that watching yeah. that film. Mm-hmm. So, though they said at the start, was Sean Penn was going to be the Joker, right? Oh, and I was geez. like, that would have been. I'm into that. Yeah, would have been all right. I'm really fucking into that. Because mm-hmm. then it showed clips. Of course, this was the the genesis of fucking internet fandom and nerd yeah. fucking gatherings oh, yeah. ever. So they were putting splices of films where they seen. Sean Penn losing it a bit, ah, okay. and going, "Can you imagine him with the makeup on?" <laughs> and it worked. Mm. So then, fast forward to two thousand six, two thousand seven, and me, you, Bundy, and all our mates are sitting having a few scoopies, and, and it's announced fucking Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's playing the fucking Joker, mm-hmm.
0: and what, we were all. Was it ten things I Hate about you or something? You just ten things did? I Hate about you?
1: Yeah, I was like oh, that boy from. Is that based on a Shakespeare play as well? Uh huh. And, and, and I was going, Jesus, an Australian guy playing yeah. an American heartthrob in a Shakespeare adaptation in an Amer- Fuck, I know me. And I watched it and I was like, oh, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. He's good looking. <laughs> He's a good looking boy now. Uh, so, yes, this
0: this then, um, well, well, I suppose the, the, only f- the first thing we had maybe was. Well, it led to
1: a few pictures. Yes. Remember there was a few blurred pictures of what the Joker could possibly look like? yes that's and right and we were all going oh well, yeah okay i know you know but it, it, has it was very right, gradual it was wasn't gradual, it was and, it? gradual yeah. and it was like but i bet you won't have the look yeah and i bet you won't have the voice uh, definitely won't have the voice like no. because everybody has the joker voice in their head because yeah. of hearing mark hamill doing it in cartoons and all this and especially reading on the comic he sounds like a fucking nutcase yeah
0: oh my god did he do the job or what
1: and then we get what you heard in the intro yeah and then, well, we could play a clip of that I mean we've got
0: because uh, like Ron said we have like times where he doesn't tell the truth as to how he got the scars one of mm. them one of them probably is true um, but any awesome. one of them would definitely mess up somebody anyway so mm. they're, they're, all three of them are a good option but this is one where he uh, <laughs> he's he's basically uh, dealing with a gangster
1: yeah he goes out crazier
0: He doesn't like that. Not one bit.
1: So, me watching, he takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He turns to me, and he says, why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? He sticks the blade in my mouth.
0: Let's put a smile on that face. And why so serious?
1: Ho <laughs> 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 Like it, 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 just I I wasn't I was trying not to watch that, just listen it. And it's scary as fuck like scary like, it, but when he uh so that that's the voice and when he goes deep. Yeah.
0: Do you know the the shot uh, the, the the camcorder video later on? Mm-hmm. That he filmed, by the way. That he directed. He, him from, yeah, he, he just got the camera and away he went. Uh, the look at me, look at me. When he goes real deep, you are like, "Whoa, oh, holy!" Not God. even that. Do you remember that, the best? That's the thing about this. The joy of this character is you don't see that side. You see the maniacal, as you say. The but sort it's methodical. But it, yeah, there is a
1: plan to every but, fucking move. But it's always light. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he's always the Joker. But when you heard him doing the look at me and he got mm-hmm. real deep, you are going, "Oh, I we seem to forget." That this is a bad bastard Yeah <laughs> That's how good the character You're going Oh fuck that's right Hold on No no
1: no He's bad you know, The see where he interacts With all the gangsters And they're in the kitchen Plotting how they're going to Stop this fucking joker And stop this bad uh, man the, And stop the, all this The magic trick And he does the magic trick oh, And then he certainly. sits down And gambles Says to Not listen to this lunatic He's crazy And he goes No I'm not Yeah And he <laughs> says it And you're going That actually annoyed him That somebody thought He was crazy yeah. <laughs> then, then no I'm not And you're like like he got offended,
0: mm-hmm.
1: dressed like a fucking Joker, <laughs> and he's just broken into a, ba- a mob bank and stole all their money. Yeah, and thought it was nuts that somebody called him crazy. Yeah,
0: because these guys are the ones meeting in daily. Yeah, because they're hiding from Batman. They're scared about uh, me?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's the layers to this film
0: uh, is unbelievable. I mean, there's so many analogies and so many things you can apply to real life. Um, that being one of them, the sort of thing where you're you're calling me crazy, but look what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're, you're as crazy. Um, but the magic, the pencil. The, I mean, if you haven't seen the Dark Knight, we should have said it at the start. We didn't do that, but but this is a game if you're listening to this People only really listen into things that they have seen. Yeah, so hopefully you haven't fallen upon this by accident but uh, or hopefully you have and you stay you stick with us but you've seen the film I mean <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the, the pencil trick I remember that in the cinema pack cinema and you didn't hear the dialogue the next line
1: of dialogue because people were like what the fuck what the, what the, what the, yeah. they just turned to each other just went, what the fuck just happened but, it was brilliant and I, I remember I remember it because he oh, every time he fights Batman or anyone, he manages to best them. Mm. Yet he's not skilled at all. No, he's, he's not, not yeah. like a super fucking kung fu artist. Like and that's like, what I
0: loved about him. There's even Heath Ledger as a selection. There's no big menacing. No, no, he's just
1: tall. Yeah. But he's not even that tall. No, because mo- mostly he stands beside Harvey Dent or fucking yeah. Bruce Wayne, who are fucking huge in suits and all. But there's a b- there's a bit near the end where he's hitting Batman with a pipe in his fist. Uh-huh. And he's just throwing both. Uh, he's not actually technically you, trying to hit him. And or you've or, seen Boys of God outside, yeah? course. Club going uh, 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 just he, keep kicking. <laughs> but that's um, the, so.
0: The, the, well, the, if you get into some of the technical things of it, so Nolan then he he he, he loves the low angle shot. Yeah. So the low angle shot, then he used because uh, it's kind of frowned upon, but uh, in in within the, the filmmakers, mm-hmm. um. But he t- took it to new level. So he always made, um, the differential and, and height at all times. So that's why he Ledger always looked tall. Mm-hmm. He, like there was a couple of shots that are from low down to make him look like he's towering yeah. over everybody. Uh, the interrogation scene, they're not in the same level. No, you know, they don't work in the same level. So that's that. He he it was a very good. Uh, Fucking tool that he used for that. Um, I think one of the other big ones was when the he's standing in the middle of the road and he, Batman's mm-hmm. coming at him with the bike and he's got the gun and he's going, oh, come at me, come yeah, at yeah. me. There's a shot there at the low angle looking up at him. And it's, it's pretty menacing. Ah, it's care.
1: like he's firing the rapid fire yeah. and he's just trying to hit me and he's coming at him and he doesn't. But you, know, you remember in the teaser trailer that came out, not the, the one we played at the start here, but the other teaser trailer, it showed clips again that were cut where it shows the Joker throwing a knife from one hand to the other as he's walking yeah, down walking that down, street and yeah. it's not in the film No, but then again that's just another extension of a scene where Nolan went just cut it just cut it yep and, and I mean the, mm-hmm. you've got a run on time
0: of the film for two and a half two hours 32 is the official thing it's still long Um. Uh, so you're talking about well you're talking five ten minutes off for credits so you're talking yeah good 220 mm-hmm. good 225 so the f- it had to be trimmed but there's so there's very little fat so that's why there was only so many deleted scenes I mean it's Normally, what I find is, if the more deleted scenes there, the more uh, you're aware the director doesn't know what he's doing.
1: Yeah, and, y- should, and that's yeah. the point. Yeah, because like Kubrick didn't do that. No, and you know, no one so, uh, doesn't do that. Like
0: you said, these are only trim offs. They're not yeah, yeah, yeah. deleted scenes, so he knew exactly what the fuck he was mm-hmm. doing. He was so he's the right man for this. Well, he's the right man for this entire trilogy, but he was definitely the right man for this. Mm-hmm. So we have talked <coughs> before about uh, uh, Heath Ledger, and on a previous. Uh, podcast we had chatted about, it, about you know. his voice because mm. he obviously then went to into full joker mode and went to research as to how to at what angle to come at you yeah. know because he has to come up well not he but you know ultimately it is, it is him that has to come up with how he's going to portray this of course and,
1: uh, and there's a lot of famous stories behind that about him booking himself into a hotel for a month and just sitting and then there's a documentary that was filmed uh, where they go and talk to Heath Ledger's father and he shows the notebook that he, R- all right, he kept okay. all this stuff from. And of course, he's referencing like McLaren and Clockwork Orange, and he's referencing uh, the comic books. He knew, infamously, he himself said he couldn't concentrate on the comic books. Yeah. Because the Joker isn't in all the comic books all the time. No. He's only in certain important, just like this film. Yeah. He's dropped drop in in really, really important bits. So he couldn't concentrate on the comic books, but he went back and watched Batman Begins again. Now, he was first offered. To be part of Nolan's Batman trilogy to play Batman, right? And he turned it down because he was like, "I don't want to do superhero shit." Like, yeah, it's not my game at all. Uh-huh. So then, uh, of course, we all know then Batman begins. It's announced that there's this guy running around Gotham causing havoc, and they put the Joker yeah. card down, and everybody goes, "Oh, oh fuck, there's going to be an R one." The Joker, yeah. so
0: yeah, because we didn't know that those days, we didn't up, know yeah. that they were going to do more no. than just the Batman. And then when dead, that was like,
1: <laughs> So yeah, and that that my sort of attitude was the same, if I'm honest, and. Uh, but but when there was nobody and anybody that says they were, is fucking lying. There
0: was nobody on the side of going, Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, I can't wait. And that's just N- nobody. Thing. No, they're nobody. all down and saying nine in said, Oh, I knew you was going to be. No, nobody knew. The reaction on the I have
1: uh, seen him in that Bob Dylan one. He was <laughs> you like, no, you fucking didn't. No. A, you didn't watch it, and he wasn't that good enough. No. Um. So, but, but th- in Batman Begins, when when that finishes, we're 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 looking at potentially. That's that's the point, that's the whole point behind Heath Ledger taking on the role of the Joker. He watched mm-hmm. ba- Batman Begins and went, Oh that's totally different than what I thought it was going to be. So he agreed to play the Joker and his biggest influence was to watch Batman Begins again in this hotel room and try to figure out a way to fit into this world. Yeah. Because Nolan had also told him, it's not going to look like Batman Begins, we're going to show daylight Gotham, we're going to show big high rise buildings. Basically it's going to be a neo-noir heist film. Like yeah, heat perfect, uh, perfect explanation It's yeah. going to be fucking heat But with superhero characters in it yeah. So it's not a superhero film And Ledger was like I am so fucking in yeah. Once is you crazy. hear
0: like, the heat thing sort yeah. And it's same, so obvious It's it like, like, clear as day in it. Yeah. Um, So
1: the shooting's in Chicago In Chicago Where um, it was called Rory's first kiss, <laughs> first kiss <laughs> To yeah. put people off it mm-hmm. But then there's huge fucking trucks and Heath leisure roundabout over yeah. the city And people caught on real fast
0: I, uh, I know that area um, Oh really? Where, yeah um, We would Because I've talked before about family in Indiana So they're near the city of uh, Chicago Yeah of course So we go there quite often So uh, yeah I've been down that I haven't been down since uh, Dark Knight Oh But before uh, When Dark Knight was on I was like That's fucking I've
1: been there <laughs> Oh you Oh right yeah, so That's like the same of me with The Departed Because we yeah. were in Boston On our honeymoon And I was going Remember I built and Karen She's like nah Mm. <laughs> Alright, bro. I was staying in the apartment building opposite the the the, the, police, the, plaza? the police plaza. Police plaza. Hi, we went past it on a duck boat tour. Well, the duck boat went Aye, past, and I w- there we we went past it, and I went, "That's the fucking mental a no. building." And then we watched the film. camera went, "Is that crazy looking building?" And we were standing outside that fucking building. Mm-hmm. No, I was no. I was living opposite the building. What? For
0: three and a half weeks, about what was that? Two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, part of a community project. And it was like 10 days of... I'm, I'm talking, coming out my front door and there's the building. And walking past it and looking at going, fuck, that's a wild weird... Ach, oh, no, not you, know Didn't... Just, I, and then somebody said something about, oh, is that the building up near the... Dep-? I was like, as soon as they said the departed, it all clicked. I was like, oh, it's the fucking building, that's how I know it. I'm in uh, Boston. It's actually... It's actually... <laughs> it's actually a... Yeah, what it was a police department? The film, wasn't it? Or yeah. they no? It's actually a, a mental institute or some something. Ah, yeah. it's something
1: like uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Pl- you're place you're not allowed to go past the police plaza on a fucking duck boat. No. <laughs> so let me tell you that.
0: Um, so yeah, the, the the Chicago area was then sort of used. It's quite iconic now because, as you say, it was very bright. Um, especially that mm-hmm. cul-de-sac shot of when they're trying to shoot the mayor or they go to shoot the mayor. Yeah, yeah. It um, it's 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 quite because the, the, the architecture of everything in Chicago has always been quite cool, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, so, uh, the the genius of that, of, of putting it in on daylight, as you say, it changed the whole, because Batman Begins was very, very dark. It's very, very dark. But also, you've got that element of the, sort of, what would you call it, the, the Scarecrow's fucking hallucinogenics and stuff. You know, all that sort of needed to be that way, a bit of a, yeah, almost, not supernatural, because it's not supernatural, but... The, the fact that there had to be CGI put on the faces and,
1: and but you, you still really had to feel that because it was a still yeah. comic based. Yeah, and that's that's good. But it, it's this it's is a ten percent comic based. Yeah, it, this could be a standalone
0: film for somebody I, yeah. that has never seen Batman or Joker or heard anything about them because it's it, it's it's so well put together. You don't actually need an origin story for even Batman.
1: No, no, you don't. Now, maybe may
0: am biased because I know the background of Batman, but you could look at this film as a standalone. And go, that's an amazing film.
1: Well, it has been said that they could have taken out uh, the comic book characters and just this be a standalone film. Yeah, not even a Batman film, but a standalone film with different characters. Obviously, a few things you'd have to change, but yeah. Well, the social be, it wouldn't be two and a half hours. No,
0: the social commentary behind it too, as well. I mean, the mm-hmm. stuff that's going on. There's so much to it. Like, um, but yeah. So Ledger, he when the research, I don't know where he did. You've heard the voice. We'll play this little one. I love this this clip. So uh, this is the Joker trying to find uh, Bruce Wayne. He's uh, trying
1: to f- No he's trying to find Harvey Harvey
0: Dent Sorry at the party Yes sorry At a Bruce Wayne party mm-hmm. That's what it is Yeah. So.
1: Well hello beautiful You must be Harvey's squeeze huh?
0: And you are beautiful
1: Well you look nervous Is it the scars Lying again you're like, nice. I got him. Come here. Hey, look at me. So, I had a wife, she was beautiful, like you. Who tells me I worry too much? Who tells me I ought to smile more? Who gambles and gets in deep with the sharks? You hey.
0: that one note
1: of her face. We have no money for surgeries. She can't take it. I just want to see her smile again. Hmm? I just want her to know that I don't care about the scars. So, I stick a razor in my mouth and do this to myself. And <laughs> you know what? She can't stand the sight of me. She leaves. Now I see the funny side. Now I'm always smiling. <coughs> <laughs> A little fight in you. I like that. You're going to love me. Yep. <laughs> the, the 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 funny bit about most of them scenes were that scene in particular when he walks out to the party is the first time the principal actors had seen him in the full makeup. They'd right. rehearsed. Okay. Uh, but he didn't need makeup to fucking rehearse. Just yeah. waste money. So M- Michael Keane. He's playing Alfred. So he's standing at the door when the, the elevator doors open uh-huh. and Ledger comes marching through. Cian, and he blow, shoots a shotgun. Uh-huh. Mega keen had a line <laughs> and he was so fucking taken back he didn't say it. <laughs> no and way. Nolan used that shot because it genuinely looked like everyone was in shot. the whole room stopped Yeah, because he walked into the room. And and they and he, he didn't even need to put the shotgun off. No. It's just him walking through the room. People just stopped. Yeah, if you've never seen him in costume and you're on set and then he walked out of the guy, you're yeah. like, holy fuck. But Gary Oldman said the same thing. They were at one of the earliest rehearsals where uh, they were all principally there, mm-hmm. like sitting around a the table. Yeah. They weren't doing out their individual scenes. They were just reading through the script for the first time. You know, like doing TV shows for pilots and stuff. And he starts the voice and starts right. moving the table and shaking in the chair. And Gary Oldman says he couldn't fucking get over it. Like, and Gary Oldman's a fucking oh, stellar the, actor. Like, one of the best actors And I'll just was. say this. Apart from the performance of Heath Ledger, Gary Oldman is extraordinary in this film. He's he takes it so fucking seriously. He's it's brilliant, brilliant. All, like, on all three of them, he's really, really he's good, a really good actor, he's and he's a great ass. character in this film. Yeah. But even he was going, "What the fuck are they going to do with this guy yeah. in this film? Yeah. How are they going to? How are they going to? Because I've read the script. He, he's he's not in that many scenes. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to have to beef this up. And to be fair to them, that didn't. Which is why the Joker film from last year sort of feels cheap. But yeah, because that the because it's nearly this fucking long.
0: Yeah, every scene of this is just pure quality. or every second of the Joker is pure quality. There's no fat. There's no no fat at all. Nothing you'd miss, and uh, to the point you'd even like go, oh, we could have added in no scene, put out there definitely could have added more. Um, you know, so uh, the the, we're talking about the sort of supporting cast. We mentioned Michael Caine. Yeah, Gary Oldman, Oldman, obviously. Um. Michael Caine is sort of uh, Christopher Nolan's Lucky Charm. Uh, yeah, he's, become, he's, there, he's there a lot. He's there a lot. And I think that's what he calls him, his Lucky Charm. He does, oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, he calls him, yeah. Um, so Just he, love two
1: guys love Lucky
0: Charms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, that's sort of a tradition now The Caine's in a lot of his films. Uh, and, and who else are we talking in there? So you've got um, Arne Eckhart. Arne
1: Eckhart is playing Harvey
0: Dent. Harvey Dent. And again, when Arne Eckhart was announced, I was like, huh?
1: Yeah, but you can sort of see just him before as a,
0: that he had done that. Thank you for not smoking, and I thought that's pretty good. That film was very good. And remember him and
1: Aaron Brockovich? Yes, he plays the biker, the biker guy. Biker, the, so you don't see it then, but I remember seeing a film, or was it a TV show? Not not soon before that, they announced his name for Harvey Dent, and I went, I can see it. Mm. I think he was playing a senator or something in this as well, and right. I was like, mm. I am. It's not too far from not what I know he yeah. can do.
0: Well, I mean, it—it it wasn't thing. The, I think one of the biggest improvements in this film, and I don't want to have a go at Mrs. Cruz or ex Mrs. Cruz. Oh fuck! But uh,
1: Maggie, Maggie, do you this is do you know the story behind why Katie Holmes never did this film, which wasn't a little bedroom? Katie Holmes was in Batman Begins as Rachel Dawes, yeah, and she does a fucking great job in it. That's she's right, she's, she's like on. I don't know why. Or, so then the film comes out and. All the principal actors are being announced, and we're all thinking about it just as a Joker. Oh, fucking Heath Ledger playing a Joker. Fuck's sake, man! Blah, blah, blah. And I never really paid attention to it saying Maggie Young Hall no. Rachel Dahl. I didn't really go what. So then, the trailers, start- <laughs> like all that, starts happening where you're seeing actual footage, and then I went, and then all the one sheets are appearing in newspapers, and I was like, "Why is Maggie? Why is her name what?" Mm-hmm. And it's because. But Katie Ma- Holmes Maggie Gyllenhaal's a good enough no, actress she's a brilliant actress yeah, yeah. and is fucking 20 times as actress the Katie Holmes is Secondary was fucking brilliant. Have you seen her in The Deuce? Yeah I'll Jesus Christ, yeah, she's unbelievable yeah, yeah. But Katie Holmes decided against reprising the role of Rachel Dawes because she decided that the film the heist comedy Mad Money starring Diane Keaton and Queen Latifah would be her best move Of course it would A box office bomb with a uh-huh. 22% rating on Rotten Tomatoes Uh huh One of the reviews was, the movie's greatest link amongst a massive glut of great links, or great weakest links, (laughs) is Katie Holmes. Oh, holy fuck. So, she decided she didn't want to be in this film. Mm. And like we said before, spoiler, if you haven't watched this, it's really silly. Spoiler, go watch it now, stop, come back. She dies. Mm. But... She's a massive role in this film. Huge. Links all characters together. Yeah. Is pretty much the only person in the whole film that goes, okay, can everybody slow the fuck down and <laughs> yeah. think about what they're doing? This <laughs> is going a bit too nuts. And sort of grounds you in reality. Yeah. she through is Through the entirety of the us. film. She's yeah, the audience. Yeah. That ultimately, yeah. And that's, <laughs> you got to think, Katie Holmes. Where's Katie Holmes now? I think she's in the
0: Scientology basement. Um, oh, Katie almost. Holmes. Scientology probably it probably did <laughs> Dawson why it probably did have some influence on because at that time was the whole Scientology thing she was involved in with Cruise and but it. wasn't
1: Scientology weren't Scientologists very pleased for their people to be in bigger roles and in bigger things and have more of an influence I yeah. wouldn't understand why
0: I think this I think the message of this film would go against the Scientologists
1: the. The work of L. Ron Hubbard? The scientific research of L. Ron Hubbard?
0: Yeah, I would believe yeah. I, I think the message but if you think of yeah. <laughs> if you think of the end of this show, so when you get to the end of the film yeah. and it's kind of uh this is what I liked about As number one, when I first watched it, the only way I could describe it was as like there's something about the Joker, he kinda gets under your skin. Uh in the film? In the film. Mm-hmm. You know, you're when you're watching you're like, fuck, it's such a great performance, he really gets you like mm-hmm. And then what also gets you is the, the social, what would you call them, dilemmas, or the social sort of moral questions that are asked throughout the film. Yeah. The biggest one being at the end. Mm-hmm. So you have two ships.
1: Yes, 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 yes. yes.
0: Who um, have been basically, his plan is to sort of get them to pit against each other. So one's full of criminals. One's full of criminals because tr- they have
1: to empty the prisons because the yep. new the jokers going to try to use these people against the yeah. city. And then they've got to get the people of the city off as well. So the boats are filled, two boats, one with prisoners, civilians, yeah. It is that, and it it's it's such a
0: great explanation. And for me, it totally just sums up Facebook.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Stick <laughs> like, with me here in this one. I mean, if you think about it, if you if you look at any um, anything bad that happens on social media, usually the first thing out is, "Oh, they should be taken outside and shot." Yeah. Or I'd like to be in a room with them and I'd cut their throat. or I'd let, you know all this sort of. When it comes to the crunch. mm-hmm, when it actually comes to the bit, even if you know the other person is justifiably in the wrong and should die, mm-hmm. you still don't really have it in you to be a killer. Yeah. And that's what that, I love that whole thing about the question of you've got a boat full of civilians, a boat full of criminals, and uh, it summed up, uh, basically that whole boat scene summed up fucking life. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know,
1: the civilians are all taking votes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the criminals don't do anything except <laughs> they, don't they end it. up under, under, under t- t- Tiny guard. walks over and lifts the fucking b- b- and throws it out the window. Big tiny, and he gives it the don't don't you make us make this yeah, decision.
0: Should, I'm going to do something. What I you say? I'm going to do something you should have done from the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he threw it out the window, but it was a, basically a detonator. To the, uh, the one boat didn't blow up, the other one hasn't blown you they're, up. They're, they're both going to yeah. blow up. Um, so,
1: it that like was, so that was that was always s- my my thinking as well. By blowing up one, wouldn't the detonator blow up the other boat? <laughs> You'd think because it been set off. Wouldn't because it? it would be set off by the explosion <laughs> of a boat. <laughs> So no matter what the fuck happened there, both I boats. Of, I never thought of it that. <laughs> I don't know about te- like this signal on on like f- triggers for bombs, but yeah. I'm pretty sure if you if stomped on it, up, it, yeah. it would blow up. So if you blew it up, it would blow up the other boat.
0: Uh, so yeah, that that's. So there, they all just
1: looked at the report whole windows and waved each other and went, sound, don't <laughs> did do no, nah, because I'll blow you go blow me up." Thumb, right, thumbs cool, up, every good day.
0: So, but the, the sociological sort of uh, commentary of that it does boil down to that whole idea of. It's easy to think you're going to go and punish somebody, or it's easy to think you're going to that person deserves this, that person deserves. But when it's you, then that has to be the executioner. Mm -hmm. You know, can you can you actually do it? And it turned out, you know, rightly so. Most, even the most loudmouthed, which is represented in the film by the guy on the on the civilian boat, Mm -hmm. even the most loudmouthed who virtue signal and everything mm. about him and that this is right and they've made their choice and it's not our and fault even, and blah, even blah. Even when blah. they're giving out the slips to put yeah. what
1: you want to do on it and they're, he breaks it down so vigorously. Oh, yeah. like Demo- I know what I
0: want. Democracy in plain sight. Um, when it comes to it, then he couldn't pull the trigger as such. So the that whole thing, because that's that uh, the order within the chaos. Yeah. I talked about it earlier, but Michael Keane said about
1: because he tells a great story about mm-hmm. the uh, jewels, doesn't he? Yes, 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 yes. But hold on, bring her back one second. Mm. What essentially they're saying there is only a person like the Joker is crazy enough to do something exactly. like that. Yeah. But let that me bring huma- it back further. That humanity is good. After when the I, Stephen I, Nolan documentary about Hyde Bank, I'm pretty sure that within about 0.7 seconds, if the boys in Hyde Bank were on boats, they'd have blown everybody up. Gone give me a fuck what the fuck <laughs> wouldn't have
0: given two flying fucks not one fuck. killed us but again we think that running. I I, I have that, I you have, know what I
1: assume that I have faith
0: in our criminals I
1: assume that Binko <laughs> from Newton Ards would have blown up a boatload of civilians <laughs> poorly poor judgement
0: because um, so again I mean we talk we're saying about, we said about the, the themes I mean the Batman or the Dark Knight trilogy we call it mm. uh, just to separate it from the rest it does have a lot of social themes there's a lot of if you think of uh, Batman Begins, where you have uh, a three-named terrorist, Aldo. Aldo, like Osama bin Laden.
1: And you can't wait for <laughs> fucking it to be yeah. Elfie von bin Laden. And it's Liam Neeson? Yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but
0: again, the sort of message of it, you know, that this uh, hidden, invisible... Um, Invisible Inhalable fear That you would have Because the scarecrow Were putting it out mm-hmm. um, This invisible enemy mm-hmm. um, And how do you deal with that And how do you battle mm-hmm. it Blah blah You get into the dark night Then you're in against people Against you know The, um, the sociological thing We talked about And then you get to the Dark night rises yep. Where A child Of the most evil person In the world mm-hmm. Appears And turns out They were the one Who were trying to Explode it all There's a lot of themes Going on there That are fucking just so linked into different, like mad stories that are out there, you know. Yeah. So I'd, I'm wondering. I'd love to see a documentary on your man, Johnson Nolan, the screenwriter, to see where did he take that. Where did not the idea for the Batman film, but where did why the social messages? Why
1: you know was there a reason for it? Or was well, there? he he's really big into that because he's a writer in Westworld as well. Yeah, it's an and it's show. fucking intense. Mm-hmm. It's really intense. But let's talk briefly about the other writer, Mr. Goyer. Oh yes, but gee, Goyer, uh, mm. the problem with Goyer is, he's comic book man. Mm. He can't write, like no one can. So he was dropping in the themes and the stories. And let's just talk about briefly, before we talk about the writers, what this is based on, comic book wise. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the Killing Joke, yeah. the Long Halloween. There's elements of the Dark Knight Returns in there, and of of obviously Year One. Yeah. So all of those are stories, especially Long Halloween, because it's the whole thread of the Harvey Dent and his yeah, rise yeah, to yeah. So, they, they're major players in this film. Mm-hmm. And the one that Heath Ledger said, he only, the only one he paid attention to was The Killing Joke. And The Killing Joke's an Alan Moore graphic novel, and it's very short, but it's disturbing as fuck. Mm. And if you haven't read it, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, because it's fucking shocking, some of it. like, And that, that, that sort of element of storytelling, that's where, that's where Goyer was coming from, that's where he knew mm-hmm. he could write about. It. But Nolan tied it all together with you know, going to China and linking it to heat and, and putting these certain IMAX elements in it and proper filmmaking, yeah. you know, huge, huge. Because so some of the set pieces are massive. They're
0: massive. That China one with the uh, like, taking the low, the them the out With a fucking
1: plane, with pulling plane. them out of the... Br- <laughs> <laughs> like, what?
0: I mean, the the, the coordination, the, the, the logistics of that must have been insane.
1: Yeah. But that's not written by a guy called David Esquire. You know them fucking scenes are written by Nolan and his brother. And yeah. you know Like Goyer has wrote Helped Co-wrote this trilogy The Blade trilogy He did Man of Steel oh, He did right. Justice League Batman versus Superman He also Corn Wrote Death Warned No way And Kickboxer 2 Get out of it Kickboxer fucking 2 Oh the man's a legend Kickboxer 2 had a title On it's videotape that I still remember to this day Better than Kickboxer <laughs> <laughs> Kickboxer 2 <laughs> Better than Kickboxer. <laughs> what do you need? I was going... That's sold. I'm in. And then I went in and John Carl Van not in it. He's dead. What the fuck? Oh, man. I just so that's, that's Goyer. <laughs> but he's... You know, the guy writes what he knows. And he's not... He's never pretended to be a fucking ex- no. a, a excellent screenwriter. But he's wrote some great stories. But he's taken them from other places. And he's told... He said, this is where I'm taking it from. This is what I'm basing Man of Steel on. This is what I'm basing Justice League on. And they get slagged. But you're going... People aren't going to be able to make a Christopher no. Nolan superhero film again.
0: That's it. They can never re- no, replicate it's that. it's not going to be that. And that's why I was so glad to hear there wasn't going to be anything more than a trilogy. Like, he yeah. wasn't tempted with money. Like, most of them are. And they could have. Because didn't, didn't this thing make sh- fucking over a billion? Serious money, yeah. Um, and then you have, uh, obviously, The Dark Knight Rises did the same, too. Um, but, I mean, so, when you get in, I mean, some of the actual action scenes as well, mm-hmm. were so well done. Um, there's one scene in particular, and it's a scene uh, where the Larry, uh, Joker's in the Larry, oh, yeah. and he's chasing... Um, uh, chasing... Ba- chasing uh, Harvey Dent or whatever. Yeah, they the think... Thing. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get him. But the, the action is taken sort of under, underground as such, like a tunnel thing. But mm-hmm. So if you watch the... Is it, I think it's on the Blu-ray where they show the making of, of yeah. that scene. It's, all, it's, practical.
1: it's <laughs> all practical. It's all practical. It's
0: all. There's some model scenes. There's some model bits where oh, like small. I an underground, no. where there's a smaller. Yeah, but, but the, the actual the
1: explosions the, and the
0: truck, the toss of the truck, which is just genius. I still don't, because I remember seeing it in the trailer and going. <sighs> so, the thing basically was a lorry. They they rigged a the lorry with a pneumatic, um, steel bar. Is the only way you describe it. In the back of the trailer So when it was driving along And part of that scene And then they Remember he puts the wires out And it trips mm-hmm. over the wires It flipping over is real It's a pneumatic fucking um, Steel pylon That bounces into the ground And bounces it over Fuck me <laughs> <laughs> Right so they're going through They show you the whole The, the making of it They show you this It's literally That's the only way I can describe it. It's like a, a steel pole That comes down While it's in full speed Hits the ground and bounces the thing like a fucking yo-yo. <laughs> That's why it flips over. <laughs> and then with CGA, they removed the pole. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you can see just seeing the thing flipping over. So the fact that that was practical, because I thought that was a model thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know anything about model, go and take a look and see um, how models were. Like Star Wars would use a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's just models, but miniatures, miniatures. Yeah. But obviously, in the big screen, it makes it look like with sound effects and all the rest it makes it look like. It's and some a unbelievable massive. painting and set yeah, designers, yeah. And, and, and I mean, we know we've seen films with. Uh, yeah, we know that the Guardian of the Galaxies aren't really. They're not real shot in the galaxy. Yeah. Um. So well, it is actually in the, <laughs> <it's> a technical <laughs> not thing. Not that though. galaxy. Not that one. Um. So <laughs> the fact that that was a practical thing that, that again the planning of such a shot mm-hmm. was crazy. Like, I mean, that that if you see the team that's around that, and then they're t- then they're trying to lug around fucking IMAX cameras. At yeah. times. Because <laughs> these things are, what, what, they're like mini cubicles. These yeah, cameras. Did are I hear massive.
1: that they? Broke one,
0: they broke one. Yeah,
1: and it was they were going. Oh well, it's just a camera. But they went. You know, they're two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, two hundred and fifty fucking grand.
0: Mm-hmm, wild pieces of kit, and no joke. It's like a porta cabin, like a porta loo, going around. It's just fucking huge <laughs> cameras, massive. Um, so that that's what I loved about the the level of the Nolan's getting involved in that because they go into that detail. Another director probably would have went with a model. Yeah. But they wanted this thing And let's be honest when Or CGI'd it Or CGI'd it but The whole you, thing When you watch it You know that that is a lorry Flipping over yeah, yeah. I didn't know how they did it I actually <laughs> Actually believe Maybe it tripped over the wires Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's what it is In the film, in the film yeah. Batman's he's, tied he's wires To poles and buildings
1: And, and, and it, it stops it dead and, 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 but It flips not, over again. It doesn't stop dead it, it flips and it's fucking Ass yeah. um, over so the, <laughs>
0: the technical element Of two of it Is, is amazing um, The the daylight thing that you talked about because you've got the 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 daylight scenes of uh, Chicago, but then you've got the hospital, mm-hmm. which was an actual hospital. Yeah, yes. Um, it was blown up. Um, what a, did I say? Yeah, yes, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> uh, but an actual hospital that was <laughs> I've uh, seen hospitals <laughs> blown up, blown <hospital, laughs> up uh, that was due for demolition, and yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah. Got they had the, it on they got, a. They got the video, it, so. Yeah. And I uh, videoed videoed it With a wee a w- With a Wii IMAX 250,000 fifty thousand pound the camera uh, The Even the opening scene We talked about um, with Was a great thing Of William Fichtner Isn't it mm-hmm. um, Great character actor He's plays, a brilliant so, character actor. Yeah. There's
1: actually a funny story Behind that Right Dwight Yoakam Was meant to play that boy No way Dwight Yoakam Was meant to play The bank manager right. And he turned it down To go and record his new album Of course he did N- Name his new album Dwight does buck <laughs> Dwight Does Buck? A tribute to Buck Owens. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, I'm way over here to record Dwight Does Buck. <laughs> you're, like, you're doing what? Actually, you know what? Go on ahead. Because <laughs> you're not the
0: right man. You always wonder, was Dwight you be talk, speaking in the third person? What do you like to do, Dwight
1: Does Buck? <laughs> Dwight. <laughs> and you want, a, you want a cup of coffee there, Dwight? No, no. Dwight Does Buck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Buck fast. Buck <laughs> Remember him in Panic Room? He was amazing. It was class, nah,
0: yeah. he's unreal. I like seeing Dwight Jokerman <laughs> fall. Anyway, he did buck. Anyway, yeah, he, he did, did buck. buck. He did buck, uh, and he could have been in this. Um, he could have been, but he didn't. Buck. But he didn't. So, I mean, and, and then you have uh, was this the introduction? I can't remember this now. This was the introduction of the motorbike, wasn't it? The, was the motorbike in Batman Begins? I don't think it was. Was it?
1: maybe no i don't think it was it wasn't because that's the it first
0: time we've seen it was when the after that scene yeah, when he comes out and it starts like with the homeless people are all watching what's, what's happening now here? the wayne's
1: remember playing in the car and the <laughs> oh, that's but before that before <laughs> oh, that, when he comes out yeah the way starts start
0: spinning i was like what the fuck and then it flips yeah. out onto a bike and you're like oh how long a you second um but that's an actual functional bike as well
1: yeah i heard that but did i also hear that um christian bale could barely use it yeah well, maybe it I was
0: just it. constant stuntman it's it's um looks amazing, but it wouldn't be very practical if you think no. of the thick tyres and all that stuff. Try and turn it that fucking right, thing. turn the, the tractor. <laughs> that's what it would be like. It really would, because <laughs> the full of like, shit. Yeah. And, uh, but again, it was sort of uh, keeping in with the, with the the normal Batman theme, because he has to do that. He has to sort of keep the toys cool as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I think we always miss out the one Lucius Fox. We always sort of miss out Vig uh, Morg. Big Morgs, who's in the middle of it all. And... Uh, Basically becomes the, the the Batman's version of Q mm-hmm. that you would have not not Q but Q yeah. from 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 James Bond. out, Bondy. <laughs> I, mean, I genuinely meant James Bond. This is where he fell uh, off the chair.
1: <laughs> Yo.
0: Um, but yeah, so he's he's sort of the guy that gives them the sort of uh, which we always love to see. And this is sometimes that annoys me a wee bit. That is a wee bit predictable. That sometimes you'll see him testing out a gadget with Q or with Morgan. Mm. Um, and then it becomes the gadget that saves them at the end.
1: Yeah, Lu- Lucius has an awful tendency of... Well, let's, ab- let's just talk firstly about... There's, people have major criticisms of this film for two things. The uh-huh. length yeah. shouldn't be as long as it is. um, And the second thing they don't like is the whole sequence in China. Mm-hmm. Having to get uh, a Chinese businessman, accountant, money launderer, is pointless, uh-huh. because they could have just used somebody from Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> and people are saying that this is the whole thing about the American movie market trying to breach into China, where it doesn't really make that much money anymore in the early two thousands. It had, uh-huh. and that was them pandering. But then you see a set piece, mm-hmm. like Lucius having to put the mobile phone in, which mm-hmm. sends off a signal, which fucks the whole plant. He comes through the one days, Hanlands. And then he fucking grabs onto their man and they're out the fucking window by a bastard in a plane.
0: A fucking cargo plane? Low flying fucking...
1: And you look at the whole sequence and you're going, what is there to criticise about this? It's fantastic. Why wouldn't you want to see this? It's one of the things that stays things out in my mind. And it's Joker free. It's is there Joker isn't a free, Joker yeah. anywhere in the yeah. fucking place.
0: And maybe, uh, maybe it's true. It
1: could be true. Because it uh, means on me, yeah.
0: You know, but um, what I mean is, I mean, uh, because they say into it, well, how did they explain that something about the CIA had been doing? Lucius Fox says it mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. on the CIA had been doing a thing called Operation Whatever, they were how to basically how to rescue uh, abandoned soldiers or whatever they were Yes, say yes. So they explained that they had had they, so we don't know, maybe there has been something in that line. Um, but it, it's as you say, it, it does, that doesn't make much sense, really. It doesn't need to be there,
1: no. Because it could have been a criminal from Gotham, it could have been one of the Ukrainian Russian fucking gangsters, and they yeah. could have been a launderer, or yeah. they could have been the guy that had the foresight to get all the money and take it away, and then Batman has to get him back or get him on his side in order to testify for Harvey Dent and all. You know, all that could have been an American. <laughs> yeah, no. But they went China. They went uh, over the road in two thousand eight too, long before Trump. Mm. China. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I'm <laughs> glad I'm not going to do any accents in this one. <laughs> Please don't! <laughs> I'd have been so much trouble there, now, man. I was really about to. You're start. about to go there, fall. Go, fall, Fuck me! go full long. Oh <laughs> Jesus! So long. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so I mean, the other thing too, we'll, just, we'll finish off, and I mean, um, and it is the story we talked. We briefly mentioned earlier on with the uh, Michael Caine talking about the the thief who would steal the jewels, mm-hmm. and Baghdad, uh, wasn't it? Baghdad, Baghdad or something like that. But basically, the, the moral of it was: there's, there's sometimes you just can't fight with crazy. Sometimes, and he says at the start, uh, at our introduction of, sometimes some men just want to see the world burn. Mm -hmm. And that was a big, uh, that almost was a message to people as well, you know, especially the scene where he burns half the money.
1: The the burning of the money, because again, when you're watching it as a whole... You're just seeing it as a crime superhero film and you're going, oh, I'm into this, I'm into this. But then when you watch it back again, especially if you've just watched it again for the first time after Mm -hmm. the cinema and you Mm -hmm. watch it in DVD, which I'm sure everybody did because it sold a fucking billion DVDs.
0: And I mean, even to this day, you'll find wee small wee things you didn't see the first time.
1: And, You start to get to grips with I honestly just thought During the whole burn the money scene I thought it was him Meeting up with the Ukrainian ones And the Russian ones And going right now I own you too mm-hmm. Right I, I just took that from it Because that's what we know
0: so Yeah We we are always uh, The villain is always based on money Of course And power Of course but well, this wasn't it. Uh, Is power, but it wasn't necessarily. Power but you realize such, the whole time money?
1: he has no plan at the end. No, he doesn't want it for financial gain. Doesn't know he doesn't end. want it for notoriety, mm-hmm. and that's why when he's thrown off the building at the end by Batman, he's laughing the whole way down because yeah. he like, fight I don't give a fuck in the world."
0: No. And and the like uh, again, it sort of it hit home with a lot of people too. It hit home with me as well when he went. I'm more of a. Uh, uh, Petrol and Matches Kind of guy Yeah You know he doesn't need Nuclear bombs He mm-hmm. doesn't need anything Machine guns He does need a bazooka and, To be fair Well he does need a bazooka But that was just for the crack That was for the crack <laughs> But uh, you have But again uh, uh, It's almost like A a political statement as well mm-hmm. In saying that Especially in America With the gun law And the reforms And all the rest Going Listen Bad people can do bad shit With the most basic of objects mm-hmm. You know he's doing all that With uh, ultimately What did he have He had a A knife <laughs> Knives and lint. Knives and lint. He <laughs> we went to the <laughs> former <laughs> yeah. president. He had uh, his. Uh, he also a potato, uh, peeler? A potato <laughs> peeler. The <laughs> inside, the inside of his jacket, lined with uh, hand grenades, yeah. and then ultimately a, a jar of petrol. So it wasn't, li- you know, he didn't have to have the 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 what we see in Dark green Rises with the bean taking the. the Mm-hmm. the in Enterprise's technology and the weapons and all that. He didn't have that. It was just basic, just human yeah. instinct and human fucking chaos.
1: Yeah, and he's just, and like we said earlier, he's not like adept in Kung Fu or any sort of fighting skill, but he still manages to outwit everyone. It's because, and I think the, psych, the, the, the psycho element to him,
0: mm-hmm. uh, we, when we heard him uh, dealing with the gangster there, um, with the sort of, uh, one of the first lies he tells, uh, it also shows then the fear that even hardened criminals and I'll use that with uh, air quotes hardened criminals even went hold on this man will just kill you
1: ah, this is a different this is a different type of no thing honor there's honour and family and honour and blood and all you know all the nonsense they talk about before the shit hits the yeah. fan and like he's he's the shit hits the fan <laughs> all the time <laughs> all the time, yeah. and that's Wait. why that's why there's a review and it actually hits this pretty hard there's a review in the New York Times when the film came out and it was like this film is pitched at the divide between art and industry poetry and entertainment and it goes deeper, deeper and darker than any Hollywood movie of its kind, Ledger's performance is as invoking as Pacino and The Godfather Part Two. To know there is a human in there mm-hmm. under all that makeup is truly terrifying.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a very good analogy. Yeah, and people were like, because Pacino and in, in, in Part Two is when you really went, oh, you can uh, see he's the, in. You can see the dark. He's gone. You can see deep. the dark. Yeah, yeah. And his eyes, man, he always mm-hmm. put it. And, and uh, whereas Ledger did this way with, he did it with a couple of different things. If you watch him, the the licking of the lips. Yeah, it's quite prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and there that lip smacking,
1: and playing with the inside of his mouth, playing you know, with all with that. God. So, uh,
0: bringing those ticks, if you want to call them that, and was a fucking genius thing as well.
1: But the, to be fair, like a lot of people have said that that's because of the prosthetic, but it's yeah. in his notes. Yeah, he didn't know he what didn't. the prosthetic no. felt like. He wouldn't have known. So he th- like. he was going to do that anyway. Yeah. Um, and
0: you've it sort of fits in with the what I loved as well. The story, of the the second lay that he told there, uh, mm. we played earlier on, talking about his girlfriend and he. He, he flicked the blade around in his mouth, mm-hmm. so you can imagine what pain that would cause you if he did that. So it's almost like a tick of a thing that he still does it. He still flicks yeah. the blade around his yeah, mouth. Yeah. I think it's it's fucking it's so many layers to it. But we've talked about it on a previous podcast because we did um, Tom Waits uh, "Mule Variations" album, and uh, I, I, I you probably didn't listen to the Tom Waits "Mule Variations" podcast. A lot of people. A lot of people. Found us through that Because they love Tom Waits I shouldn't say that Because there's a weird amount of people Who are interested in Wild different topics We Like yeah. Alan Partridge I still don't know What's going on with Alan Partridge I don't know what's going on with Alan Partridge Our episode on Alan Partridge Is double any other episode Triple on, Triple I don't know why it is Or where it is popular. Well
1: we had a theory Can we talk about the theory We might go over an hour in this one. Oh, that's fine Yeah yeah We, we got a, an email From a company called Chartable Yes, and chartable mark where you are on what charts around the world. Yes, Now, we're just doing this for us and yeah. 20 of our friends, but we're getting <laughs> a lot of downloads from all around the world. Uh-huh. But what we found was that me and Connor <laughs> were sitting high at number 63 on the Filipino iTunes download charts. <laughs> and to this, well, for about an hour and a half, I was staring at my wife, Karen, going, why the Philippines? And there's like 200 plus million people that live well, in the Philippines.
0: Uh, this is the difference between me and you. Where I was staring at my wife, going, "Do you know you're living with the guy? that's
1: <laughs> number 63 in Philippines, doll?" Eh? Uh, <laughs> I, I got a, I got a look of, "Fuck you on about your mouth." and Uh, well I got the same look actually (laughs) actually can you just peel the (laughs) spots and shut the fuck up and stop going (laughs) Philippines (laughs) but what happened was we found out that Alan Partridge was number third streaming or the highest streaming show on Netflix in the Philippines right so So all these people were listening to me (laughs) in our accents giving it the and they were going, oh, yes. like, they didn't understand I I think, I th-
0: I think if, if it is big in the Philippines and it's triple the numbers, it's because it took them three times to understand what the fuck <laughs> we're saying.
1: <laughs> That's Play part that of it. Again. So we did do mute Variations and a lot of yes. people came up to us. Some people came up to us and went, "He's going to do Shaitlgat again? And we are like, oh, for fuck's sake. But we we touched on this a few times, you're right.
0: So, I mean, we... We knew about this um, mm-hmm. uh, after this came out, after the film came out, because we, we knew this uh, interview. But so basically, Tom Waits, a very famous singer. And if you haven't listened to Mule Variations, please do so. But any, also, any, Tom, or or any Tom Waits. But very eccentric and, and very uh, mysterious sometimes mm-hmm. and purposely mysterious. So like He tries to deflect away and he'll he'll put on voices or he'll do different things. So this is the voice of uh Tom Waits at an interview in is it nineteen seventy something? And just in case you ever yeah. wondered because there will be people out there going, Hold on now. Heath Ledger is a genius. Like he came up with everything. He did mm. the, the walk, the lips, mm. the voice and you're like, No 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 no. He did the walk, he did the lips, he mm-hmm. did not do the voice. Now you can argue with me but listen to this. Um mm. uh. No, I don't do half bad. I, uh, they tell me you have a new market now in Ireland. Is that true? Yeah, I've performed in Dublin and done very well there as well. You look but, like uh, a leprechaun. You should do well there. <laughs>
1: well, I, uh, I'm also big in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the Philippines, but uh, so, so b- me before we play the next clip, yeah, we got to talk about after the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh. Heath Ledger, I don't, I, I still don't know if it was a drug overdose deliberate or if it was prescription drugs or whatever, but he was in a house on his own and dead, he disappeared. He, he passed away, we'll, so, just, we'll just stop right there. So this happens like two weeks after the stop filming. Yeah. And people are already saying the hype because of a deceased cast member and, and a, not even a supporting cast member. A cast member is on the fucking posters, you know, yeah. a person that's really been... And then yeah, for it to be such a good should, performance. We, we,
0: uh, sorry, before we go any further, we should point out this film's called The Dark Knight. It's called The Dark Knight, but the Joker's on the cover. The Joker's on the cover, on but on they, some of them. But they then also one say that, that one as well, yeah. they
1: also say. Uh, the Dark Knight's in reference to Batman, but they also say the Dark Knight's in reference to Harvey Dent changing from the White, White Knight to, the dark, to yeah. the dark Knight. But you do know which one it is, yeah. but it's probably the Dark Knight because that's was fucking based on. Uh, but
0: uh, there is a, two different covers, isn't there? There's a Joker cover and then there's a Batman cover. And
1: right? every, I mean, if you walked into the cinema, you you would see Batman and then 40 Joker posters. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, yeah. Why, why is everybody? So it's being pumped big time. So people were saying, this film's big because he died. You're like, no, the film's big because it's Batman and he's extraordinary in it. Well, I'd,
0: well, you, you you might have got opening weekends big because of the death, yeah. but it wouldn't have it, mattered.
1: It wouldn't have existed. word would have no, spread.
0: No, no, no. I mean, it, 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 it would have taken on the life of its own in a way. It so from-
1: he goes on in and wins the Oscar for best supporting actor posthumously, yeah. which is only the second time that happened. Peter mm-hmm. Finch won for Network. All right, yeah, and he had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't validate it in any way because everybody knew how good it was. Yeah. Nobody. We didn't, no, matter, but it didn't need any justification. It could nominate. It could, two
0: Oscars. And, and, and was nominated for it. And it has been. It is quite possible sometimes that awards are given to people just because they passed away. Yes. No. He would have won that hands down, no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, should have won hands down no matter what. And I done. will.
1: I will put this forward, and to my dying breath, I'll stand by it. That year, Slumdog Millionaire won Best Film. Yes. I, mm, and Dark Knight wasn't nominated. Mm. Now they say the reason that the Oscars now have ten nominations. Right, it's because of the Dark Knight. Ah, okay. So it wouldn't have been able to um get omitted, and it was a huge controversy. People fucking lost their minds. Like,
0: Bob. Oh, it was it was quite big. Yeah, yeah. Very, Um really, really big. But I mean, he he was in the middle of doing then. Uh, was it uh, Terry Gilliam film? Yeah, the because this is Don the thing. This, this is yeah. No, it was the Imaginarium of. Oh, Doctor Parnassus? Pernassus, where they had right. to bring in extra. They had to bring in Johnny Depp and bring in. Um, different actors to fill in the gap, but yeah, he was in the middle of filling that because the the thing that came about after his death, which I, I thought was very strange, with people was that he, he the the sort of narrative that came out was that he was very disturbed mm-hmm. after playing the the Joker, and a lot of people, especially Terry Gilliam, who um was Working with him on the new film was going, No, he was so excited for people to see this. Yeah, yeah, he really wanted people to see this. there was no there
1: one. are interviews, the interviews out there while well, he's in the middle of filming, um, The Dark Knight and it's for the the Bob Dylan mm-hmm. film where multiple people play Bob Dylan. And he's been interviewed in this film again. I'm not, I'm not there, is it? I'm not there, yeah. and he's he's about to like it's 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 in cinemas so they're mm-hmm. doing the press releases, the, the big interviews, the big yeah. lead up to the film, and he's in the middle of filming The Dark Knight and he's got a break. And he's so fucking enthusiastic. Yeah, all he's talking about is the dark Knight during this press run for another film, and it's just sort of it's it was it was sad anyway because you were sort of like, well, if this is good, I'm gonna really miss not seeing this guy in something. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, what could he even want to do if he did
0: that with a, 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 a let's be honest, a bit part. Yeah, in a two and a half hour film, he's not a, a big. No, bike. you're right. So you imagine a lead role with him in a real proper. No, he's done Brokeback Mountain, but everything he'd done up to here, he'd been with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't think he got a standalone. Yeah. Even in the rom coms, he's with obviously a leading lady. But even Night's Tale, he's did you know? And then he got to Brokeback. He's with Jake Gyllenhaal. So like he never got to do that standalone. Seeing him as a I don't know a serial killer or seeing him as a as a fucking action hero. Even and, yeah. you know there's he never got that chance. I mean, he could have changed a lot of things because. He smashed perceptions, mm-hmm. including ours. We, oh, we, 100%. We absolutely did not expect that to be as good as it was. And a so complete what? one idiot, but out of ignorance, because I hadn't seen a lot of his films. Well, I ha- no, I had seen some stuff. I had seen Brokeback, I had seen, but uh, The Night's Tale, I actually liked The Night's Tale because it was like a good family film you could watch with the kids sort of thing. But no, there was nothing really that ever made me think, oh, wow, he could do something. hmm Number one, to be so sinister and to be so deep and dark, but also to be Oscar worthy in that level of acting up against, you know, other, I just never seen it. No. You know? And then when that happened and you watch it, you're going, oh, what did we miss out on? Yeah. Kind of like the River Phoenix thing. It's like, what could have happened? What could have been as good as, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just kind of back to the thing of, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I mean, what would Sean Penn have been like? Mm-hmm. Joker, you know what what have done as good a job as he later on i don't think so
1: Matt Damon was considered for the oh yeah yeah no
0: no <laughs> so um we know you've been watching uh dark Knight. um hopefully you've seen it before if you haven't go and watch it and uh yeah i mean enjoy the lockdown <laughs> yeah and um, we will be back again next week we'll probably be returning with um might be into TV or music, obviously. Maybe. So, um, unless we start heading into, like, um, paintings and stuff that we want to dissect. Yeah, I've,
1: I've got an urge. We should do documentaries, you know.
0: Well, this is the thing, Roland. You see, we set the thing about we'll do TV, um, movies, and music. But we never really went into, like, greatest sporting events. Or, as you say, we never went into anything, like...
1: Yeah. Favourite Teletubbies.
0: Teletubbies. So, I mean, we write the rules, Ronan. Yeah. This, I think if we do documentaries, show?
1: it'll be very interesting. Because at a time like this, a lot of people are watching factual TV. Yeah. And are uh, consuming it massively. And mm-hmm. they're getting informed of things they've never been informed of before. In and Yeah, I can think of f- at least five automatically yeah, yeah. top of my head. So, thinking, mm-hmm.
0: right, that's that's definitely something we could talk about. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we're open to suggestions.
1: Um, But, obviously, forward them all to, to Ronan. Um, a guy from Muey contacted me and he wants us to do an episode on Caius, and I had to tell him that's never going to happen, by Yey, because Connor <laughs> doesn't know what Caius is. <laughs>
0: I know what Caius is, but I wouldn't uh yeah, wouldn't be proficient enough to do that uh,
1: but I could, but it, like we said from the start we I have to sit and listen to you but we have to we have to do something both of us are interested in even yeah. even if one isn't as much as the other, that we can still do something coherent.
0: Yeah. That, that, that or The original plan We're going to be honest with you The original plan was for us to do uh, A Patreon account And mm-hmm. that way it w- We would put episodes on that Where one person completely disagrees With the other person Yeah <laughs> Which would be a lot of stuff as Which well. is a lot of stuff um, And the, the, the fight But then we thought Maybe the friendship might die mm-hmm. And the money wasn't worth it uh-
1: <laughs> It'd be it'd be funnier, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it definitely would, be a funny podcast. It would be a funny podcast,
0: um, especially when you have to know that the other person has to listen to what you tell them to listen to. Mm. So while Ronnie would would really love to know that I'm listening to Caius. Not as much as uh, I would know He's listened to Hoodie and the Blowfish You know There's just there's <laughs> I could have a lot of fun Yeah, I know uh, Bundy would love to get me To make you listen to Bell and Sebastian Yeah
1: and <laughs> Bundy did before And he was doing the whole See, see And I was like I don't fucking see I don't fucking see I seen, I seen But you're never going to see No, no. Uh,
0: So yeah, we don't know This is a joy of podcast I mean we are And uh, obviously in lockdown So we don't know Fuck what we're going to do yeah. We've tried to keep it a wee bit more I don't want to say mainstream but a wee bit more popular in the sense that people have seen the stuff um, just to sort of keep the interest there but yeah if you have any uh, suggestions or anything yet like that, that uh, even big classics or you know things that we you know that everybody has seen mm-hmm. send them on to Ronan and um,
1: yeah <laughs> I just won't answer you he won't answer but I'll <laughs> respond Pretend <that> I'm him
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah thank you very much everybody and we will we will return next week and uh, apologies for the delay but It's just a fucking lockdown madness. Bastards.